I'm Matt Harvey, a headhunter in private equity and technology. I support a range of private equity and venture capital firms to increase their performance through great people. For today's podcast, we're talking about data science, and I'm joined by Michael Retche, Chief Data Scientist at investment management firm Newberger Berman. Michael, thanks for joining us today. Great to be here, Matt. Thanks for having me. Before we jump into the topics, could you give us an introduction to your background and experience, Michael? Yeah, um, sure. So I started out in um, uh, math and physics. Um, I started a PhD in physics and I went to work for Intel. Um, my job at Intel was sort of a data science job before data science existed, um, forecasting yield and trying to take yield hits as early as possible. Decided I wanted to be a professor in machine learning. Um, I did a PhD in neuroscience at University College London, then became a professor teaching medical students about the brain, teaching the computer scientists about machine learning. Um, missed the impact of being in industry, so I started a couple of companies with students. The first was analyzing bank transactions to find white collar crime. We sold that to Walter Pincus in 2005. And the second one, one was uh, a uh, ad tech company called Quantcast, where we were one of the first movers in providing personalized ads. So I was recruited out of that space about uh, seven years ago by Steve Cohen. I built the first data science team at Point72 uh, for the discretionary team that was trading on quarterly earnings. Then I left there and uh, sets up the first data science team at GIC, the Singapore Sovereign Wealth Fund. And then uh, the third uh, place, most recently um, in 2014, I joined Newberger Berman to create uh, their data science team also, first one there. So let's jump in so we can hear your perspective on some key questions. There's been a ton of hype about data science in all corners of business, but in PE, everyone talks about it. Nobody really knows how to do it. Everybody thinks everybody else is doing it, but very few actually are. What's your view on the status of data science in PE? Yeah, so I think that uh, data science is is uh, starting to and will have an enormous impact on PE. Um, and part of the reason I believe that is because the natural place where data provides value is in longer term investing. Um, so just a back pause for a moment on this, and so there are. Uh, at least three different timeframes where people use data. There's sort of this timeframe, which uh, sort of the high frequency trading timeframe where I can actually look at social media news and write some software that reacts faster than you do and I can front run you and trade ahead of you. Um, there's the quarterly earnings, which uh, some of the discretionary shops do where I'm trying to forecast earnings surprise um, uh, using data, uh, but that's still forecasting, you know, top line revenue and uh, earnings per share and some, and some uh, um, expectations for future growth. Um, but in the PE space um, and, and in the longer term investing space, there's a real opportunity to leverage data because you can understand the business in more detail, know how the growth is occurring, and then um, be able to quantify much more accurately where the company is going to be in a number of years. Uh, because the nature of the growth is super important. If it's a 10% growth that's due to new customers, that's fantastic. If it's due to 10% more spend by the same customers, well, it can't go on forever. If it's due to raising prices and losing customers, then you already got paid once. And so um, the, the key thing in a, in a long-term investment is knowing exactly what the growth is, expansion into new uh, segments and uh, what the addressable market is and how it's changing. Um, and that's uh, where data really shines. And for PE firms, it's all about moving the needle and creating alpha to generate strong returns for investors. How can data science achieve this? And where are some of the biggest opportunities? One of the ways you have to think about data is um, there's internal data and there's external data. 
And I think that uh, uh, PE firms will actually benefit uh, in both of those regards. So, so firms, if they're using data science internally in a firm, in a portfolio company, they can actually understand the nature of their customers. They can adjust the, uh, the way that they cross-sell to customers, and they can look at where their growth is and where they want to invest more. So where, which products, services, features, geographies are more successful than other ones? And so where do I want to place my investment inside a firm? But one of the things that external data does is it sees the rest of the marketplace. It sees the competitive landscape, sees uh, when you when the customer is not with you, what is the customer doing? What share of the wallet do you have? What share of attention do you have compared to your competitors? How close are your competitors? How big is your moat and things like that? But if I go back, you know, they're sort of in the in the PE space. There are, are three or four, depending upon how you count them, buckets by which uh, data science can help. One is sort of in the lead gen or screening process where I have some idea of a type of company I want, but if there's all this external data, I can I can um, interrogate that data and compare companies in that data in order to decide which companies I really want to be looking at more detail at. So then, um, let's say that there's an opportunity for some company, you could do some diligence in the data to generate great questions. So the first time you actually uh, speak with a management team, you actually know something about the business that you've been able to evaluate from external data um, and, and, and competitive comparisons. Um, and then when you get the uh, the data room, you want to be able to use your data science team very quickly to be able to analyze and get the most information as quickly as possible out of the data that's made available by the firm. And then once you have the, the, the company in your portfolio, there's lots of monitoring and optimization, which these data sets can be used uh, with in order to improve the value and track the value of your thesis. And the challenge dominating everyone's minds has been COVID. Investing in and supporting companies has no doubt been particularly challenging during the pandemic. How have you and your team at NB been using data science during the crisis? Yeah, and so I'll say that um, what COVID has done is um, really upset the apple cart. So to the extent that people actually knew something about the sector they were looking at, a lot of that information is now wrong because the, because the world is changing so quickly. You know, if you look at, let's say, the travel sector, for example, you know, when will people start traveling? Which group will start traveling? So let's say that you had, you know, you were used to sort of uh, managing people who wanted to go on long vacations, um, you know, exploratory vacations or business travel or short terms to the beaches. You know, who's the, the you know, the leaderboard is all going to change. Um, and so there's there's lots of uh, questions about exactly what are consumers doing? How did consumers change in the process? Um, what do I need to do? You know, I know that my business might be recovering at some level. How well is it doing compared to my competitors? Are they recovering faster? You know, what's happening into this, this readjustment of the leaderboard in any particular sector? And so, um, uh, and so I think that, you know, and within sectors, obviously some parts have done better than other parts and uh, knowing exactly what's going on. So the dependence and utility of data has just gone up and, and data science in trying to assess um, these changes as the recovery occurs, because um, the new set point, the new equilibrium point will be different than what it was and the track it was on before the pandemic happened. It seems fair to say that having an effective data science operation creates a competitive edge in a, a tough market, especially during COVID, but very few PE firms have actually built one. Should every PE firm be building an in-house data science team? If you think of like the normal distribution there are going to be some early adapters um and they're you know for the middle of the distribution to have it it's going to be uh, take a number of years but i think there certainly is going to be an advantage i mean 
part of the advantage also is um, uh, being able to offer that as a differentiator, you know, when you're trying to close a deal, you know, I can help use data to go in and, uh, and, and, and do things in your firm. And so I think that 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 is going to uh, that's going to be a differentiator. It's only going to increase, uh, you know, the data that's in the world. I mean, if you think about like just generally business insights, everyone wants to know how other businesses are doing. And it's it's never been available. And now all of this data is now out there and people just don't know how to process it. Um, and so I think that uh, it's clearly is going to be a business advantage to, to have it. And I, but I think it's going because of the nature of the way technology is working in some of these firms, it's not necessarily going to be a rapid process. And it might be new new firms that actually get created to do it from day one. But I think it's going to be it's going to cause a readjustment of the success of, of various PE firms, depending upon who does this and who doesn't do this. For a general partner thinking about investing in a building in building a data science function, what advice would you give? The challenge uh, for firms uh, getting started in data science is um, they want a toe in the water process, and that's often hard to get. I mean, the classic example is I'm going to hire a data scientist straight out of, let's say, an undergrad or a master's program, and I'll say, "Oh, go scrape the web, give me the magic number, and then I'll manually type it in my spreadsheet." And so now I'm doing data science. Um, and so the, uh, the the there's lots of um, there's lots of uh, people who will try to do something which is sort of toe in the water and and think that they're actually doing it. At the other extreme, there will be some people who are buying very large data sets without having the IT infrastructure to process them. Um, and so um, you know, and the signal to noise in an, any change of an industry is is there's lots of noise and very little signal. So I think um, uh, what firms really need to do is they need to have a bunch of conversations. They need to have a bunch of conversations, both with people who are having success and with people who actually have done these types of things before in order to lay it out. But 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 they are, should be thinking about getting someone who actually has some experience in the process because uh, someone straight uh, out, of, out of college isn't really going to know and one of the other challenges, by the way, is that the people who study data science don't necessarily understand the business and uh, uh, end of the spectrum. And the people who study the business end of the spectrum don't really know how to use data. And so you sort of need this connector type of a process of people who actually speak both languages. So I think that those people are going to be very useful in this transition process. What other interesting trends do you expect to play out in private equity in years to come? Data is sometimes looked at as just buying data, um, and really, data is just one piece of the puzzle. Um, other pieces of the puzzle, I mean, people will go and buy lots of data, as I mentioned a, a moment ago, and um, and not have the technology infrastructure. And so, really, there's a, there's a, 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 at least three buckets. There's the the technology that you have, and and the technology that's in lots of these firms is like Excel, um, whereas the technology in ad tech firms is uh, a large-scale computing, you know, in the cloud. So there's a technology piece which is going to be a change, um, and uh, and that technology piece, and sometimes that will bring along with it efficiency improvements. Um, but uh, so that has to occur sort of uh, in sort of lockstep and in parallel with these data pieces, and also with bringing in new tools like machine learning. And again, if you think about the application domains, there's sort of like the efficiency improvements, there's the customer and client relationship process, and there's alpha generation. And so I think when firms are looking at bringing these technologies and data in, they sort of have to think about 
all of these changes occurring um, uh, in the firm and, and managing the progress of each of those pieces. Michael, thanks for your time and insight today. And thanks to our listeners for joining us. We hope you found it interesting and informative. Thanks a lot.